We also get the answer to the question that I had in the last episode, which was like, why are the entrails all over the place? What does that have to do with yeah, anything? Yeah, right. It's not a good explanation, but it's basically just like, when they mush together, their organs explode. Yeah, well, I, I think guess. it's that like, Johnny was saying that like his blood is bunching up and and all this other shit. And so it's like, I think the idea is everything is so magnetized that it's like, whereas what it should be is your whole body becomes magnetized and you get smashed. I think right. the, the science of- Which like, is how it would have happened in part three, I think. That was the implication I agree. in part like, three. Iraqi science has, has changed. So now the way it works is you kind of like explode inside out towards each other. Like somehow your insides are more magnetized than your outsides. Okay, a little, so kind of like putting the two south ends of a, mag, a magnet I, Yeah, together. I get the idea. Yeah, that's and those happens. are like, like in your polarity. core. Yeah. The polarity okay. like flips at some point. Yeah. And so it just- Okay, okay. You all get right. turned inside out. Back check. I buy that. Sounds gross. Yeah. That's what well, I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tim says it's, Mountain Tim says it's, it's, it's something not so pretty. Yeah. I do enjoy just calling him Tim, though. Tim. Yeah, Tim. You know. Timbo. Timbo the himbo. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about manicures. Oh, God. <laughs> How to... How to take care of your normal fingernails. Your perfectly normal attached <laughs> fingernails. Ugh. Yeah, I... <laughs> so we're talking about issues 18 and 19 of Steel Ball Run. Is it too late? The devil's palm. Can we go back and just start doing part six instead? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you will find yourself regretting that. If, if what your problem is, is too much nail-related horror, I'm pretty sure part six still has a lot of body parts coming hand, apart. Hand stuff in a JoJo's yeah. arc? No. I, I understand that, but I, I, I really, and I knew this was coming. <laughs> right. I mean, it is like the main character's stand power, right? So. Yes. yes. And yet. Okay. So we've already established like one really bad stand power to have is, what is it actually called? The Notorious B.I.G. one? I thought Notorious B.I.G. was the stand. Oh, it is the stand, and then the name of the guy yeah. is something else? Carne is the guy. Well, we already established that was the worst stand to have because you have to die to use it. But I feel like if you found out that your stand was just like having really fucked up nails, like that's a pretty bad one too. <laughs> yeah. Like and your it, nails will always look like shit. <laughs> Courtney's like, kill me. Just kill I'm me. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I somehow managed to keep myself from remembering <laughs> that this is how Johnny uses his Well, stand. Courtney, your iPad background is Diego for a reason. Yes. I just, I well, because there's so many things about Steel Ball Run that I like. And also, like, eventually Johnny gets a stand design. So, like, in my head, I was imagining the stand design. And I really, I know how dumb this sounds, but I'm kind of an idiot sometimes. I really was not thinking about how, like, how many pages I was going to have to look at his fucked up fingernails. It's true. It's and like, I hate them. I hate them so much. It's like a Rocky oh was like, hey, remember that part when ACDC's nails flipped up? Yes. What if yes. I just kept drawing it over and over again for six years? Yeah. He was like, I really loved that and I want to bring that back and I just want to dwell. It's the classic hits. In that moment. Can you imagine what the sound effects are going to be for it in, in an animated version? I don't version? want to think about it at all. <laughs> I, I can. And instead... <laughs> Right before we started recording, we were talking about this, and Courtney and I both read 
JoJo's and Taken media generally. Uh, you know, we we both remember there are lots of like romantic gazes between Johnny and Gyro. There's like a hilarious like lesbian subplot later on. No, that's not a spoiler. I'm just trying to keep you all hooked. You know, there, there's <laughs> there's various kind of like grand interpersonal yeah. yeah we we tend like, to remember like the emotional <laughs> character connection so it's like i don't remember what happens in this fight courtney doesn't remember johnny's fingernails going nuts all the time like it makes sense i remember yeah, darius I remembers remember. everything and as a result he is just he is just constantly laying awake at night thinking about the fingernails <laughs> because he can't forget yeah, I, <laughs> well no i just i just flood it with all the other stuff i know too that's that that way i can't fixate yeah no darius is like oh yeah and then eventually he uses it sense. on this villain in this fight and eliz and i are both like what he does yeah. who, like who who's who that <laughs> fight what yeah, I'm like, there Come are, on, are the there fights in this fight. <laughs> yeah. i thought what it was this? just a, yeah. a soap opera yeah i'm like corny it's literally with your favorite character like, i don't i don't know he's what, like yeah whatever i don't know what that is I'm sorry. <laughs> i will later so mountain tim is chasing after johnny and gyro because he thinks that johnny's a serial killer yes yes and they're also being pulled towards each other because mariah from stardust crusaders <laughs> showed up <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically this is literally in, in my notes i was like god i really forgot it's basically exactly like mariah they're just mag it's like yeah for some reason the boom booms have created like they don't have i guess they touched all three of them yeah. so they touched gyro's foot and then when the boom boom dad i think shot through yeah one shot of the boom boom the sons in- that is how yeah, the blood on the blood from that went. Yeah, hitched a ride on the bullet and then yeah. landed on Johnny. It's yeah. like and a classic, a classic JoJo's Gambit. Yes, yes, it's very like um like part four when when Josuke sends the blood over to to Kira. Yeah, exactly. And then they and then he disguised himself as Johnny and touched Mountain Tim. Yeah, via rope. Yes, right. So now they've all been magnetized. Right. So the three and of them. So now the closer Mountain Tim gets, the more magnetized they get to each other. Also, I, I have a note that on page 11, we can see Johnny's huge ass. So anyone <laughs> following along at home, at least page 11 in my PDF. We also get, as Courtney mentioned earlier, like more of that just like there's like metal underneath Johnny's skin. And <laughs> it's I don't understand how it ended up in Johnny's skin. I understand later when he's like the iron in my blood is gathering like, okay, I could, I can understand that because that's iron, but maybe it's not in his skin. Maybe it's somehow like got in his mouth and like is pushing out the side of his cheek. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he have a horse bit in his mouth? Well, it <laughs> yeah. went in from the magnet of his inside. I don't know. Anyway, there, anyway he's a, he's a things magnet. have gone, things have gone horribly awry yes. and they're magnetized. Andre's laying on the ground with a giant hole in himself. And he's like, dad, I'm dad. I don't feel so good. Dad. Yeah. Their exactly. shitty dad is like, focus. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's not the topic currently. So can we just... Now is not the time. There's also a little bit of a, a of a turnaround here where L.A. seems to have taken the favored child spot because he's not dying, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Classic that makes sense. family dynamics. Yes. <laughs> the iron in my blood must be collecting together. That's a really horrifying image to me. Yeah, that sounds Their painful. Their blood is bunching. It's only like the fourth or fifth most horrifying image from this from these two issues. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that like that to me is somehow the one that that fucks me up. 
So yeah, so then there's magnet shenanigans. There's like, how do we get Mountain Tim's attention shenanigans. I mean, this chapter, it's a ramp to the next chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And between the last one and this one. Issue 19 is really where the meat is. So we get Mountain Tim off his horse. We clear up the whole like, oh, so you're not the murderer. Right, great. which is which is great. I, I'm glad that Mountain Tim only has this misconception for like two issues because I think it would get old for me otherwise. Yes. Yeah. And Mountain <laughs> Tim is a fairly, he's not uh, predisposed to think Johnny is a criminal for whatever reason. He's just like, oh, okay, the evidence. I, I do really like that that page of him just spread out all on the rope, like oh, tied yeah, the from two the page rock. Splash. Yeah, yeah, it's just what a weird power, it, even for JoJo's. And I and I mean, we're at the start of Steel Ball Run, so yeah, it's at least like a power where we kind of like he explains how he got it in yeah. this chapter, which we'll talk about. But um, it does seem to you know match his personality somewhat like oh he's a cowboy so yes. his power has to do with rope um right. johnny is a manicurist so his power yeah. has to do with fingernails <laughs> what mountain tim actually says about it is i can separate my body parts and transport them as far as the rope goes which does not seem like a super useful stand power to have but he's it's using like it to good effect bruno bucciolati but like with way more rules yeah. 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 Far more restrictions. Yeah. But it's just visually really interesting. Yes. Agree. And yeah, Araki clearly just wanted to draw a bunch of this. Yeah. It's and we just instantly get some weird dismembering stuff again, like with Bruno. And again, it's like a nice warm up, like, well, shit's weird, but you can sort of understand why and like why like the rules of how his stand works. We, have we talked about Mountain Tim's MT belt buckle? Oh, we haven't. Uh, no, we M- have not. It says MT. It's on that very first yeah. page. Yeah. I mean, his whole look is great. Oh, yeah. The cheetah, cheetah print. Cheetah print, yeah. But yeah, no, it's a great belt buckle. He's got a little bit of a fringe over his chest. Yeah, he, yeah he's got some yeah. fringe going on for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the cheetah print on his gun holsters as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is custom. Yes. Um, well, obviously. Yeah, and of course. And then, yeah, the, the cheetah print choker. Right. Um, but, yeah, the MT belt, very nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, who has – I guess a Bakio has a big A. Has the A, yeah. 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 The Scarlet A. <laughs> but, yeah, so then we get Jairo being like, are you even human? Yeah, like, he's like, like, he's like, the boom booms are messed up, but, like, you. And then Mountain Tim is like, well, what about you, Mr. Steel Balls? What are those steel balls? And he's like, this is within the range of normal human activity, obviously. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. like growing insects out of your eyes. Right. Yeah. Those are the two. So, like, Gyro's hierarchy of what is human, growing insects in your eyes so that they can that- be released strategically to attack Human. That's a technique. Yeah, that's totally a technique. Totally a human technique. Anyone can learn that. Believing in the power of spin so thoroughly that you can do literally anything with steel balls made of iron. Technique. I really yeah. appreciate that everyone is calling them steel balls, even though they are clearly iron. It's one of the underrated weirdest things about steel ball run. Because <laughs> it's like weird in a mundane way. It's yeah. again, it's yeah. like it's the girl showing up to the bachelor in the shark costume and being like, it's a dolphin. Because I feel like that's the kind of thing, like given the weird animosity between Gyro and Mountain Tim, I feel like that would be the kind of thing where Mountain Tim would be like, 
their iron. It you know what it reminds me of too? You know those old Apple Jacks commercials? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, like, we just do. Yeah. We just do, okay. Yeah, like why do you like them if they don't taste like apples? We just do. Now, I was always really confused by those commercials because I was too. I thought the logic of them is that nothing other than apples tastes good on earth. Because <laughs> like they're like, if they don't taste like apples, like why do you like them? Why would you and even I'm like, well, I like lots like of apple. things if they don't taste like apples. Like I don't understand what you're saying. So, but yeah, it's like we just do, but but it's this it's similar, a similar I vibe. I mean, they taste like jacks. <laughs> is the th- is the, is the actual answer? <laughs> apple jacks are good, but yeah, they don't taste like apple. But but they're called apple jacks. Well, I mean, I feel like those commercials also failed to understand that children eat lots of things that are called things that don't taste like the thing that they're called. I think it understood it and was marketing specifically on that because the kids who didn't care what it was called were the cool kids. I see. That's true. We eat what we like. We eat what we like. Love is love. <laughs> <laughs> cereal is cereal yeah yep. man i'm still so confused by those commercials i can just imagine being in like the the advertising executive room and just being like why do you like them if they don't taste like apples and everyone being like that's brilliant and there being like one person there who's like excuse me yeah <laughs> has anyone here ever eaten anything that isn't an apple <laughs> and liked it and it's actually just all horses in the room uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so gyros like those are just part of my technique, okay? My steel balls, yeah, yeah. Technique, the, and the mysteries of the human being, and and, and Mountain Tim is like that makes <laughs> sense. Let me give you my backstory. He's like, I see. <laughs> yeah. You have earned my backstory token. Yeah, and it's like you selected the correct choice in the dialogue tree. In my dialogue yeah. tree, and now you have unlocked the Mountain Tim cutscene. <laughs> And that's yeah. what we're going to get. So he's 31. He's just a 30-something man yeah. trying to figure it out. Mountain Tim's like, hey, do you remember from earlier in the exposition about the desert that Iraqi was telling us about <laughs> about that uh, patrol that got the lost army patrol, yeah. in the desert and all got dehydrated and died and their eyeballs turned into sand? Because uh, I do. I was one of them. Remember when we were like, everyone died? Well... Surprise. He's like, I'm the sole survivor. Yeah. yeah. Iraqi remembered something and is now bringing it forward to be relevant to a character and in we, this story. And we are going to get a lot of this in part seven because, as we've mentioned before, Iraqi has matured as a storyteller and he actually sets things up and, and pays knock, them and off. knocks them down. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're scrolling Twitter and like there's kind of a an eerie coincidence between two tweets that are like yeah. really similar, that's how this is to me, where it's like, they were like, we were just talking about that. Wow. Yeah. And shockingly, the sole survivor of this thing that we were like, Jairo should have been like, yeah, I was just talking about this. Wow. I just shit. told someone about yeah, that. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. What a coincidence. Synchronicity, man. So yeah, 15 years ago, they were in the desert. It didn't go so well. Yeah. And I love it. Johnny's like, so you were in that army unit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. We get the good skull sun. Yeah, I love it. Which I think I said this on another episode, but it reminds me of the sun from yes. part three. Yes. But yeah, so th- they're in this place called the Devil's Palm, which is apparently like a basically like a moving shitty place in the desert. Well, right. and you can see in some of the pictures, I think it was actually in the last issue 
um, you could see one of the rock formations looks like a like a palm, like a like a like a hand with the palm facing outwards. Yeah. So that's I think that's why they're why it's called the Devil's Palm. And it moves around like in like a video game from the '90s where you're walking, <laughs> or, like where there's like something, and like oh yeah, there's like a pit, and you have to stand in the right place, and like but it moves, and it's in you know such and such coordinates. Yeah, and it was apparently created by like a, a shooting star that landed, like a meteor, and now it's cursed, but the curse brings a destiny. Right. So if you'll recall from part right. five. <laughs> right. In part five, we learned that stands are the result of a meteor that hit Earth and had a virus on it that was like somehow conveyed through like the metal or the rock of the meteor Hence and then that's, so the that's what the arrow is made of and there's like other things that are made of that too and so now we have a meteor that has landed and apparently sort of travels around for and like if you tens enter, of thousands of years it's been here and then it's like if you somehow come into contact with the place where the meteor is it curses you slash gives you a destiny and that's where Mountain Tim almost died. So he was dying, but there was like a rope near him and there was like a drip of dew that like merged with the rope and moved toward him with some magnetic power. And so he ended up having this rope power. And yeah, it's like his body merged with the rope. Which is an interesting way to get a stand. I mean, I would prefer that, honestly, to getting stabbed with an arrow and either dying or being um, awoken to my psychic strength true hallucination yeah there's no risk of death here it looks like other than like well well, being in the desert yeah yeah but yeah so mountain tim says the devil's palm has the power to awaken the sleeping abilities of people right um and he's like they call it different things i personally call it a stand so tim (laughs) so mountain tim coined the concept of stand in this universe but he doesn't ever say like what it means. So because in part three, it was already shaky where Joseph was like, we call it a stand because it stands next to you or whatever. Right. Yes. And in this, it's just like, we call it a, I just call it a stand. And they're all like, all right, stand, stand. it is. Yeah. You know, they call it a stand and they're like mountain Tim, fa- everyone's favorite guy, mountain Tim, yeah. he calls it a stand and it's just going to work. You know why? Cause mountain Tim says so. Well, uh, to be fair at the beginning of part three, Stands were all things with legs that could actually stand. That's true. And, of course, it rapidly got weirder from there. But uh, I I think at this point, Araki knows that not all of his stands are going to be humanoid. It's just so funny that he didn't even, like, try to come up with another... Right, like it's just Reason like I can't stand word. because I can't stand to be away from it or something, right. you know. No, like, that's he a doesn't good one. need a reason. He's Mountain Tim. He's, he's Mountain Tim. He's basic, okay? It's fine. He's an influencer. He's, a, he's, the true he's an himbo. influencer. He's a true himbo. He is. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, he doesn't need a reason. He can just call it that and everyone's going to accept it because literally every person who sees him, even the villains, are like, hey, it's Mountain Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would. Like, we want his brand endorsement. He would have 10 million Instagram followers. Yeah. Easily. And yep, people would be, oh my gosh, I'm now imagining Mountain Tim like putting on like a scam convention. Oh no, (laughs) Mountain Tim would absolutely find the monolith in the desert. Yeah. And then, I mean, (laughs) 
like he would he would actually he would like take a selfie with the cursed meteor and then everybody would have a fucking stand like it would just be amazing like mountain tim's great love mountain tim Everyone loves Mountain Tim, though, so that doesn't really make any any of us special either. That's no, true. I know, but, does. but I'm just saying. Everyone, like, we guys. all have our parasocial relationship with Mountain Tim, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's I actually prefer Mountain Tim not giving any reason for why he chooses to call it a stand because, like, it actually works for me that it's like everyone's <laughs> using this term because they heard Mountain Tim call it that. <laughs> okay, but what if the reason that he uses stand is is because, and hear me out, Stardust Crusaders exists in this universe, and he's re- <laughs> and he's read it. Well, but it's eighteen ninety or I'm, whatever. I know, which raises even more questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, first of all, manga was invented about a half century earlier. Yes. In this in this universe. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And I'm also, with you. and science fiction as well was right. invented a little earlier. <laughs> yeah. So that would raise many other questions. But if he had seen, yeah, because if he had read Stardust Crusaders, then he might have just been like, I call it a stand because it reminds me of these things called stands in Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't have feet, but same thing. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm just going to ignore the question because I don't have a good answer. Not, (laughs) not I guess that means it's true. Yeah. You can't disprove it. (laughs) I'll let it go unchallenged. (laughs) (laughs) On the next page, Gyro says a line I really like, which is, uh, looks like the only way we can continue is to find those creeps and beat the shit out of them. Which, this helped me crystallize something, which is I think one of the reasons why I like Gyro Sabelli so much is because he often says things that would not be out of character for Jodoro Kujo. Yeah. That's a total That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're like the same, but I'm just, because I actually think Gyro is far more expressive. Um, But (laughs) I thought you were going to say something like arguable. (laughs) You know, like, like I think he's a better character. No, no, I think he's more expressive. Like, okay. (laughs) But sometimes like he tends to be like the more bloodthirsty one. Yeah. He has a mouth on him. Yes. So they they start to actually fight the boom booms again, or I guess it's just sort of L.A. and I, I like I like L.A. doodling the stand. Yeah. in the sand, he 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 doodles a cartoon of their stand, uh, which I think is cute. Yeah, and then sort of activates cute. it to sort of turn the sand into iron, or like pull the iron. The iron, the sand is iron. Yeah, right. there's iron in the sand, so they can use it. I like this panel where they're talking about how blessed they are. Yeah. And where he says, Daddy, I feel so blessed. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Um, I'm extremely confused by the two-page splash where it's Mountain Tim and Johnny and Gyro all wrestling with the Boom Booms stand. I just, I I can't parse it. It I skipped it because (laughs) as soon as I got to it, I remembered the second time I read Steel Ball Run, I remembered getting to that page and trying to figure out what it was what was happening and not being able to figure it out. So this time I was like, I'll save myself some time and just skip it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's LA's hand activating the iron sand. And so that's the sand moving outward away from the lower right corner of the screen. And so it's like the stand is actually grabbing gyro and flipping him upside down. And then some of it's grabbing Johnny's arm oh. and then it's racing away up the hill. Well done to our official uh, steel ball run action interpreter here. Uh, that <laughs> yes. is impressive. Uh, you did it. I parsed an Iraqi action panel. <laughs> That's incredible. Live incredible. on air. Yeah. Wow. For our listeners. 
But yeah, so they had this fight and I'm sort of like, we're not really going that far into detail on it because I honestly think it's mostly just drawn out to try and make it seem as if the Boom Booms are a worthy adversary and they're not. How many hundreds of issues to go? Like, I'm sorry, (laughs) issue 19 is not where, you know. Yeah, I don't think anyone's surprised that Johnny and Gyro win this battle. Um, But we do get them being in a tough spot for plot reasons. And Gyro is like, Johnny, I know you can do it. I saw you spin that cork. Lesson three, Johnny. Lesson three. Believe in the spin. Yeah, you got to do it. I don't really know what lesson three means. Lesson three is the power of rotation is limitless. Basically, make the bullet spin, motherfucker. Anyone who can acknowledge (laughs) that the power of rotation is limitless will be able to spin their fingernails really, really fast. Well, well he doesn't so, know it's the fingernails. It's just he's no, trying to spin. No, but he eventually the, does. Yeah. So, so that's the, the logical flow. My theory, by the way, is that we've already established that Sandman's running technique is a perpetual motion machine. Yes. Perpetual motion machine is infinite energy. My suspicion is that Sandman is using spin to run. <gasps> like subconsciously. Oh. And that's where he gets his infinite energy from for the running. This is Gyro teaching Johnny a technique, right? So this isn't Johnny like developing a stand per se. This is him just like expanding the possibility yeah, just, of human development. Yeah, he's just he's just telling Johnny like you have yeah. to believe and you have to like you know, your standard anime limit breaker stuff. Yeah, right? yes. so we could we could yeah, all do this. He thinks that's what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But but is he? Right. But his, but then something starts happening. Right. So it's like, so he starts to spin the bullet, but then uh, Benjamin stops him. Oh, no. But then uh, LA is like, Daddy, come back. Come back. <laughs> shit's, going, shit's going pear-shaped. And, and I've always wondered about this, the, the lines in the sand around his hand. They remind me of like when you put a magnet in iron sand and you see the lines of force. Right. I'm just looking for it now. I also don't look quite like this either. So I'm just like, that's always been like a mysterious, interesting thing to me. Like why those shapes in particular? And yeah. And I like that it's something that Gyro doesn't recognize either. He's like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, oh, God, it's the worst. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, and Jesus. then we get the worst splash page in manga history. <laughs> and I'm going to skip right So far. Page. But yeah. then it's so because, because the Steel Ball Run has many of those. It's not that gross to me because they just don't look like fingernails anymore because it's so weird. The ACDC one was way worse to me. But yeah, they're like spinning. like But it's like the skin around the nail is also twisting. Yes. Yeah. That's really what does it for yeah, it's me. A, it's, it, it looks a little bit like uh, in the first or second issue when um, when the, that person's skin gets spun around. Yeah. Yes. It is that for sure. Yeah. It's bad. So yeah, so his, his, his nails and like it looks like his entire nail bed is just spinning around. Spinning, whirring really fast and apparently fast enough to cut off Benjamin's leg. It's like creating... <laughs> Air, yeah, or, or it's or it acts like a bandsaw or something like a like a buzzsaw, like, like something. But it's the, unclear right now. Yeah, it's like doing something similar to what the steel balls do somehow yeah, because they're spin. It's doing unusual weapon behavior, 
The difference is that Johnny has no idea what the fuck is going on and neither does Gyro. Yeah, like he's like, this isn't the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he's just like, oh, my leg's cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Johnny like lowers his hand and then we get this really great splash of Benjamin basically being sliced. Yeah, it it looks in half. It looks yeah, we, we see his his right eyeball gets sliced clean down. Like he's he's basically just he's sliced like a hot knife through butter, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. just whoop, yeah, all the, the teeth, through. like yeah. everything. And um can happen to a nicer guy. Again reminds <laughs> me reminds me of uh Jotaro exploding not exploding in part yeah. 3. Yeah. Where, yeah. Um, and that's the end of the issue and that's where we're ending this episode. You were saying that um before we were recording that this is like the first time because of the surprise powers that Johnny is really given like the role of protagonist. And I thought that was interesting. Like the thing is, is that it's like this fight really, I think just it's fun. And I think the only reason why it takes so long is because Iraqi's trying to draw out tension to be like, Oh no, are they going to, and so that it can feel good to see, them win. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, this is the first time we see, oh, I guess at least out of parts three, four, and five, this is the first time that we see a JoJo protagonist like develop their stand. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is some real part one throwback shit. Yeah. Wow, that's true. Like learning how Because uh, in three, four, and five, it's just like, hi, I'm this person. I have this power, basically. You know? Yeah. And yeah, it feels good to see the protagonist start to be the protagonist. You know, like, it's like, ah, good, you beat this piece of shit. Yeah, because up until now, he's basically been relying on Gyro to do the dirty work, like, do the heavy lifting. Like, he's helping, but ultimately, it's like, uh, Gyro, I think you should use your steel balls to bounce off of that Yeah, he needed something beyond normal humanity. Or, no, just a technique would be fine. Either, yeah, I was going to say, or a technique. (laughs) But it's also nice that it's like... Just like good knife skills in the kitchen or something, you know? But yeah, and it's like, I've I've been unable to lie to you, dear listener, and pretend as if I think the Boom Boom family is any kind of, like, plausible threat or decent (laughs) villain. It takes three of them to have a stand. To have one stand. What are we doing I mean, how many millions of episodes are we into this podcast now? I feel like our listeners are probably used to us, like phoning in the pretending to care about the early villains like oh no i'm so scared of this rando i I managed to pretend like i thought avdol was dead you know like i we did a good job with that that. we did you know like you know sometimes you have like an angelo situation where it's like there's like a really good early villain yeah Yeah. so it's like but like i'm just i can't do it when i'm just like look man like you you like chase them and chase them and chase them and so it is it does it's really rewarding when it's like you fucked up look what you did you, benjamin you, boom you boom woke up a monster yeah like congratulations yeah die go die you know like i'm just like oh, look buddy <laughs> you earned that one like and i like that yeah you know, like, i don't i don't know what i don't know what you're doing right now and i'm like i know what you're doing right now you're gonna go be a fucking like shonen protagonist right yep. and and like congratulations and like we we know at this point that like i mean because it was established earlier in the same issue is that like obviously johnny is now a cursed man of right. like he has a mountain tim-esque stand at this yeah point. like we haven't seen what it looks like and in fact i don't even think mountain tim's stand actually has any graphical representation other than the rope he's a rope so he's a rope man he's i mean again we're in issue 19 yeah yeah but he's basically sword guy 
He is he is Steel Ball Run's equivalent of Sword Guy. <laughs> you know, he's Rock like Guy. If, yeah, Mount, guy. Mountain Tim is basically as as non complex as it gets. For yeah, the he's stands. like <laughs> in the RPG party. He's the one who like uses a whip in battle. Yeah, he's yeah. he is on theme. His stand aligns with his character design and actually kind of makes sense. Yep. yep. So. And you look at it and you're like, I can tell what's going on. <laughs> so really, kind of. hey, take it and accept it. All <laughs> yeah, right? because later there will be ones where we will be like, all right, like I would, based on how much logical sense Mountain Tim's stand makes, like, oh, not only am I a cowboy who uses rope for things, but also I was laying next to a rope and this happened and I merged with the rope. Like, I would really like to try and explain the stands later on in this arc using that logic because it's not possible. It can't be done. You know what? I'm going to propose right now that we we use the Mountain Tim test (laughs) for later stands. I agree. And just the the and it can be the like the the two Mountain Tim litmus. Like, does it apply to your job? Were you like near death? Yeah. Like, you know, one. The one to two Tim test, yeah. and we'll just see how well the rest of the stands hold up. Because his, I think, is the gold standard. I, I mean, agree. Like, for as weird as his stand is, it's not weird at all. And there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for it. Get off his back. Just like uh, Joseph has a rope trick stand. You know, like Hermit Purple yep. is like yeah. weird ropes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. I guess rope is really the, 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 yeah. the defining Well, Jotaro has a punch here. people stand. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which and, totally that makes, makes total sense. sense. All he does. I mean, he yeah. got almost expelled from school for it. Right. And Polnareff is French. Yep. <laughs> so having a Chevalier. Just, yeah. Sure. Why it not? all makes sense. Kakyoin is like kind of vaguely wet and shiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bedecked in in jewels. Look, let's, not, let's not retroactively. <laughs> I'm just. We're starting from the beginning. We will now explain every stand <laughs> according to the Mountain Tim test. Eat your heart out, Bechtel test. <laughs> Do two stands appear on screen at the same time and, and have not, a conversation? Not talk about their user. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Oh, speaking of Mountain Tim, again, because we don't do that enough on this podcast anymore. There is a really nice doodle with him and Johnny. It's adorable. It's really good. And like, I really how like how sort of casually slutty it is. Araki's like, I just want to make sure that there is at least some fan fiction written about these two. Yeah. Let's just get them like groin to groin. Yeah. At least once. It's super cute. Love it. Love them. And yeah, so next week we are going to be reading, oh, what is it, 21 and, 20 and 21? 20 yep. and 21, yep, uh, which are are called, what are they called? Well, the first one's called The Duty of Gyro Zapelli, and it's the first page has Johnny and his fucking fingernails on it again. Do so you have that Why? to look forward so to? So Courtney's going to be opting out of this next one. No, that, you know, I'm going to have to get over it because it's the whole rest of the season. I know we've been saying this like repeatedly, but... Chapter 20 is, to me, chapter 20 was when I was reading it, and, like, everyone who listens to this knows what kind of shit I'm into by now, I hope. But, like, chapter 20 for me was where I was like, holy shit. Like, hell yeah. This is different. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Boom Booms will be dead. Spoiler. But <laughs> I mean, Wow. I, I can't get, believe I, you just ruined that. I mean. The I don't climactic know. death. They don't manage to like squish Benjamin's head back together. I don't. He's not. He's not walking back from that. So hey, for all you know, someone could show up in reverse time. And yeah. Then, and then he's Jotaro, not Yeah, it could Jotaro be not really him. Jotaro survived it a couple times. 
just roll on back. <sighs> ben- Benjamin Boom Boom, definitely a Jotaro Kujo tier yeah. Uh, yeah. Rocky character. Yeah, no, no these are he's the more like the, yeah. the truck driver. Yeah. Who Jotaro <laughs> kills unceremoniously. <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at Explain Jojo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Gyro would leave for believing in the spin. 